cool, man. So I obviously got to talk about the new album, talk about this uh, pandemic and talk some hometown turf and see what's going on. And uh, dude, what do you think about football? Are we going to get in a full football season? And are, are you doing fantasy this year? My team, my league's tapping out. We're like no go this year because of because of the whole COVID and worried about players getting it and trying to set lineups and all that jazz. What, where are you at? I agree. It's going to be complicated, but uh, I agree. I think it's 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 going to be very complicated. But me and my friends do it just to just to continue to to kind of build our bond and our relationship. So I think we're going to go forward with it. You know, I think it could even shake the game up a little bit, having to have backups and having to carry more backup players from teams just in case, right? I think what's going to happen, you, you hear a player's got COVID, you got to run and pick up, uh, you know, the handcuffs for that purpose now, right? So you've, you've got a running back, so you've got the, the star running back of, you know, any team you can almost pick, right? Uh, you're almost going to have to have the handcuff for when this happens. Yeah, like automatic right? rule. Yeah, because see, you have you have Barkley, right? You're going in, the, I mean, you know Barkley's getting you know, 30 touches a game. But sometimes you want touches instead of just taking a risk on the wire. So, yeah, I'm, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. You know, at, we need entertainment during this time. I don't want to continue to shut out, you know, uh, anything that entertains us to get our minds off of how tough this has been, right? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm for it. I just hope and pray that we can actually get through a whole season and, and have a competitive season at that, too. I mean, it's been interesting to see so far with, you know, what baseball has done and basketball and the bubble and what's what's your take what are you thinking so far of the the sports that we do have i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying it i think it's i think it's great i mean look when with this pandemic first hit and there was zero sports there was nothing when there was when there was nothing going on i i felt it i'm all about it i i felt it really really hard when when there was no entertainment and i love it i love that the ufc was the first one to step up to the plate uh they put on some events those felt amazing when they were happening and now basketball playoffs feel pretty normal baseball feels great it's you're not seeing the fans in there, but I'll take it. Yeah, basketball is the only one that bumps me a little bit. Like, just the lighting is off, and then, like, the cartoon, like, the video screen behind. I don't know. I, I like baseball the best. Actually, hockey the best. Hockey, it matters the least, it seems like, to me. I would say that, that hockey is arguably my favorite thing to watch during the playoffs as well. It's pretty exciting, and, and Vegas is really, really known for for hockey. It's a nice nation here, and, and people are obsessed with the Golden Knights, and I think it's pretty cool. You know, we've only had a couple seasons, but I think it's pretty cool to see how fired up Las Vegas gets when, when the Knights are in the playoffs. And then this was going to be the first year of the Vegas Raiders, too, right? I'm excited about it. Look, I'm an, I'm an Eagles fan. I'm always going to be an Eagles fan, but I, but I do support any Vegas affiliation, so I will be at Raiders games. I'll be supporting the Raiders. They'll be my second team. Being a Phillies guy, being a, 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 an NFC East guy, I was just talking to uh, Matt from Ashes to New, and he he's... He was having a good laugh at the uh, the Washington football team, getting a big chuckle out of that. A fellow Eagles fan like yourself, it's pretty fitting for their name because they're they're pretty irrelevant, right? So I think just they should have named themselves Team A. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, for me, the Washington Redskins are, are a team that you get to build your stats up on in the NFC East, right? You get the you know Wentz gets to throw five TDs against them, and I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I've never really thought much of the Redskins. Their quarterback situation looks pretty pathetic to me. The team name that they picked is, is pretty similar to how the organization runs. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be the Hogs immediately. I, like, How could they even think of anything else? I mean, that was like their already second name. Well, it's so it's so bland, right, the Washington team. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just fitting for, for how bad the Redskins are. They're unmemorable, and the name is unmemorable. So, <laughs> Do you think we get a full season in? I do. I think so. I want to be positive. 
And who do you think takes it all? Is it too early? I think it's too early, and I do think this season is going to have a lot of weird factors in it. So, so I think it's for betters. I think it's going to be a tough season uh, for people to pick a winner of this of this Super Bowl because we don't know what's going to happen. What happens if, if the Chiefs are back there and, and, and Mahomes gets the virus or? You, you know, Tyreek Hill's out. I mean, it changes the whole dynamic of who you pick. You know, it does also feels like a Saints season to me. Ah, Saints, huh? Yeah, I just think that they're, they they didn't lose much, right? And they're always they're always in the midst at contention. They still got Drew Brees in his part. They've got Alvin Kamara who's healthy. They've got Latavius Murray with the great two punch. They've got Michael Thomas a the receiver. They've got uh, tight ends, defense. I mean, Cameron Jordan on the front. I mean, it just seems like a really well put together team. Yeah, they're definitely they're definitely dangerous. Can put up a lot of points quickly. And they get on a roll, man. They get on a roll. To me, uh, when you have quarterbacks like Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, it's just a matter of time until they get one more Super Bowl under their belt before they retire. Yeah, I like that pick, although I'm, I'm rooting for my Rams, uh, although I'm not expected much for, from them. Well, you got Aaron Donald, so anything can happen. They're one of the best defensive players that ever played football. Yeah, for sure. You know, speaking of uh, Vegas, what's the temperature like? I mean, not not uh, not on, on the uh, thermometer, but like with, with the COVID situation and kind of getting back to normal. I mean, you guys aren't doing outside dining, are you, in 115 degree heat? Well, you know, I think even though during the day it's 115, the daytime can be tough. But right now it's a nice cool. It's 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 like 99, 100 out right now, but it feels great. I mean, it, it, the sky feels great. Being outside right now feels great. So Vegas, you know, if you can swim in the pools during the day, or you can be in in some form of air conditioner, you know, that you walk into paradise once that 4:30 time hits and on. So I think COVID wise, I think we're being per- pretty. Uh, you know, we've been a pretty what's the word I'm looking for? Mask mandates, uh, very strict. It's been a very strict state and i think it's because we have so much tourists i think it's it's not you know vegas has seen better days has the strip pick so the strip is still dead or is it picking back up or where what does it what does it look like i think it's it's not dead and it's not picking back up i think it's just okay i, I would say it's just surviving right i mean i think if you if you dove into the numbers on what this the activity the strip's doing i bet you it's it's, it's going to be it's you know, right at survival. It's going to be like, we have just enough money coming in to keep the lights on. But I do notice that in our community, you know, Lowe's and Home Depot and Costco and Target, they're busier than ever. Yeah. They're busier than ever. I, I think this COVID situation is very weird that people are picking and choosing where this thing is dangerous and where it's not. So in my opinion on it is I'm just going to follow state laws. And then the minute I can rip that mask off my face, I'm going to be outside and do it. Yeah. I mean, this has got to be the longest you've been at home in <laughs> how many years? Yeah. It is the longest, but you know, I've, I've, I've taken this time to just enjoy it, relax, kind of get get uh, reset. Uh, we know we're going to be on the road for for you know as long as obviously God allows us, and, and we're healthy and safe. But you know, we're here for a long time. We're, we've proven that we we're eleven years, twelve years into this game. You know, uh, we look forward to the next eleven or twelve years. So for us. All of us have the mentality that this is just a reset. We're spending more time with our families. We're enjoying our hometown, Las Vegas paradise. So I look forward to seeing everyone back on the road. We are trying to start finding a way, a solution, because you can't just have businesses going out of business and fold and do all this. So it's just it's what it is what's happening in our business right now. You know, booking agents are going under. The music business is kind of falling apart right now. And I think it's time for someone to step out and start finding a solution. And we believe that the solution lies in maybe a mobile stage, putting on outdoor socially distant 
presence events with temperature checks, and, and we might try something like that in the fall. So, you know, uh, we've been at the front line of the streaming. We did 19 streams from March to, you know, May or June. And then also we've dabbed into playing a couple of socially distanced outdoor festivals and have massive success that no one's talking about. You know, we played five uh, outdoor socially distanced shows and no cases of COVID came back. People were respectful. Everyone was distanced. And we've had five successful shows already. So we look forward to finding a way to maybe putting on some more shows. Obviously, our fan safety is first and foremost, and we're going to follow state guidelines as they follow state law. Well, that's great. So five shows already back in the bill, uh, under the belt, so to speak, and knocking off that uh, stage rust. Was was there any stage rough, rust, or was it pretty much just like another day because of the, the live streams? Did that kind of no, keep you in shape? it was not like another day. I'll tell you this. I trained hard to, to, to knock the stage rust off. I, I did. I, I, I've been working out. I, I've been training, and there's nothing that can prepare you to get on stage and play live. It's very, very challenging, and, and I was winded. It's, it's very, very challenging to, to put on a show, so there was definitely rust on all of us. We definitely had bang over, which is you wake up the next day, you're sore, your body's like, what happened? <laughs> and it, look, I play, I play 44-minute games of basketball, five-on-five regularly, and playing an hour and 15 minutes, an hour and 10 minutes is harder than those games. Definitely going to have some stage rust, you know, to put on the kind of energy and, and that it takes to put on one of our shows. You know, speaking of uh, shows and, and really the more the, so the people behind them that are struggling right now, like Crew Nation and all that they have set up for roadies, and, and then there's another one out there, Roadies Strong, and was kind of curious to hear from you if you had a really good roadie story, maybe one that sticks out in your brain of, of a roadie that saved the day or saved you from somebody else or anything like that. Any any sort of roadie spotlight we can throw on them for a second, because those are the guys that are, are really like out of work. Uh, they don't have another source of income uh, right now, and, and I want to shed some light on those guys. They deserve it. Well, I do want to shed some light on that, and and honestly, I've been I've been I feel like I've been keeping our we have one crew member that travels with us, Josh, and I've been keeping them pretty busy and, and and trying to just keep them going as much as I can can help too with work, you know. And Josh was doing the live streams with us every week. We were paying him like we were, like we were paying on the road to come and do the live streams with us. He comes out on the road. He played these five shows with us. So we've been doing everything to keep our our whole team afloat and and keep money going in and keep money flowing everyone. So we we've been really really making it a priority of ours. But you know, I got to tell you. We're gonna, if we're going to have a, a Star Week conversation, uh, I would just say any any time anything breaks on us, anytime we have any, you know, recently our vehicle was, was having like an issue with the gear shifter and we were stuck in the middle of nowhere, man. We, were, we had to be in the middle of Iowa in the cornfields and our car wouldn't shift. And uh, Josh hopped right under the vehicle with, with wrenches and screwdrivers. And, and, and before you know it, you know, he, he, he fixed the whole pretty much shit gear shift and, and cable. And it was pretty impressive. And, and it helped us get back on the road and get home. So he's so handy. It's good to have someone like that on the road. And, and outside of that, too, he's really helping us uh, learn a lot about the gear that we're using and, and, and having us really self-contained. So, you know, our guy is Josh, and, and, and we've been pretty, keeping him pretty busy during this. Uh, just downtime. That's crazy that the dude can like change brakes and guitar strings and teach you all technology all at the same time. Like that that's the ultimate roadie, it sounds like for sure. He is the ultimate roadie and, and honestly too, it really helps for our sound because now we're self contained. We have our own board, we have monitor your mix. We we just set up we can we got an old middle of the field and play a concert. Loving the new album Shine On and uh curious how long that that had been done and did you work with anyone differently this time or maybe some more contributions in house from the guys now that uh, you're gelling more and it's been the same lineup for a while now? 
Well, I always have contributions from the guys. You know, I always, pretty much on, on just about every track that we've lead is Trevor's running for, for, for almost a decade, right? I mean, he, he's the beat doctor. He comes in, he lays all the beats in all of our songs. So, honestly, the process is pretty similar now to always is. You know, we don't really go in, into the studio and make a record at one time. We're just always in the studio. I'm in the studio right now making a follow-up. I've already got three songs for the follow-up to this record. And, and we're just, we're always in the studio. Uh, whenever we find time, uh, we fly producers to Vegas. We build studios and then we work out of them so we're, we're very very you know i would i like to say innovative when it comes to recording because of the process that we do it with we get we get done we have to get done in the studio we build and then sometimes we'll go and we'll go into a legendary room you know to track drums and guitars like we like to have fun and we like to enjoy the process of recording so this was the funnest record that, that we've ever made we had a great time making this album uh the whole band played on the record quite a bit trevor pretty much drummed on the whole record it, it was just a great experience and producer wise we pretty much stayed with the team that we work with you know uh, uh, Jake Shear is a young producer he's he produced uh, many tracks off our last few records uh, Johnny K uh, another guy we've been working with since album one you know uh, we, we did some tracks with him on this record we're just always in the studio if we're on the road and we're driving through Illinois uh, we always make a couple days to stop in the studio and record a new song with Johnny if we're if we have a break and we're down for a month or two from from being on the road we'll fly Jake in from Nashville open we'll up a studio in Vegas we'll record so we're always in the studio we're always making new music and, and we think our catalog is one of the things that continues to, to help us gain new fans you know we could, we try to continue we're, we're continuously trying to show that we're the real deal uh, when it comes to just being artists and, and creating new music so I think the more chances that we get in the studio the more chances we have to, to have more success well, I love to hear that, that, that you're kind of working with everybody and not limiting yourself in that regard. And I was curious to know, like, how do you know when it, when you have enough songs, if you're just kind of recording, recording, do you have a number in mind or is it, do you know once you've recorded that last song and you're like, yep, now that's an album. Now we've got an album's worth. No, it, you know, it comes very naturally, honestly. Uh, I can tell, I, I almost don't like to waste uh, my time on, on songs that I'm that I'm not really obsessing over, I guess, right? So for all the songs that made this record, I can't stop working on. You know, I leave the studio and I keep working. I, I'm walking around my house, I keep working. I keep thinking of the lyrics, the melodies, I keep studying the song. I, no one listens to these songs more than me. Beginning, creation of them, all the way down to the mix and the mastering. And, and I find myself, if I'm not obsessing over the song, I usually don't record it or I don't finish it. Uh, that's kind of my take on it. You know, it's like we only want to write songs that we love. So the record kind of gets put together itself, right? You could feel it. You could you could you could say, "There we go. That's enough." Or, you know, that or we felt it was one track short. We went and recorded "Heartbreak" with Johnny K, which is on the record. So instincts tell you. I love it, man. The other thing I always love that shines throughout all your music is the positivity and the the uh, encouragement in such a dark world. That's what I, one of the things I love about your music and you as a lyricist, always saying, you know, put that left foot forward, put the right foot forward, keep at it, you know, what it takes, all in, you know, shine on. That's all kind of within that same theme. Well, it's a mindset too, right? There's a lot of people that, that need to hear some of that. There's a lot of people that need to feel some of that. I feel it regularly, and sometimes I got to remind myself of it, right? It's easy to, to, to put yourself down in a hole. It's easy to, to, to kind of get down, 
you need you need to find out how strong you are by being down and rising again, right? You need to you need to find out exactly what you're made of, and and can't find out what you're made of unless you've been down. You can't find out what you're made of unless you know gone through something. So I want the message to be you know positive, and and it's a tough time right now too. I think you know it's easy to be down. It's easy to look at the the, the glass half empty right now with everything going on, and we just really want to continue to uh, to make the glass half full. No, I love it. I know every time it's gonna it's gonna be that positive positivity from you. Uh, last couple of things here real quick. What are you listening to? I know you're always listening to bands, usually some local talent. What's What are you listening to these days? Any bands out there you want to give a shout out to? Love Taken Dawn. I think they're an underrated band. Uh, they're fantastic. You know, I want to rep my boys in Like a Storm. I think they, they're making great music. They're, they're putting out awesome records. I just did a feature with a young band called Awake at Last. You, you know, uh, check them out. They're, they're an awesome young band. And you know, I'm always trying to, to, to pay it forward, man. I, I know what it was like for me coming up in the game and, you know, I I try to do my best job at, at, at helping younger bands out and helping them achieve what they're trying to get and, and get to, you know, obviously to where we are beyond, you know, you know, I, I don't have it in me to do anything except offer support and, and, and try to help these bands. So, yeah, I definitely want to shout out Taken Dawn, Like a Storm, uh, Wake at Last, and, and everybody check them out. For sure, for sure. And one last thing on Johnny K. I mean, I'm sure one of the reasons why you wanted to work with him, the uh, debut album from Disturbed, which is The Sickness and Hard to Believe that album is turning 20 years old this year. It is hard to believe, but I believe Johnny made the first three Disturbed records too, and there's classics all over that record, all over those albums. Beyond that, he made one of my favorite Stain records. He's just been a part of so many great records. And let me tell you one thing that Johnny's great at. There's no one better at recording than him. He, his recordings are impeccable from his gear to his ear to him pulling the best out of you. Honestly, Johnny's one of the hardest producers I've ever worked with. He pushes me the hardest when it comes to lyrics and singing and, and, and just really putting my best efforts in. You know, there's even times where I feel like I nail something and he's like, nah, do it again. I know you could do it better. And and there's times where he brings out the best takes in me. You know, I have a cool story about Johnny. When we recorded the song Good Die Young, he's just come off of really really pushing me hard on a previous song and and he was on me man he was like sing it again sing it again you're tougher than this you're stronger than this like sing it again and i was kind of getting a little beat up and the next day we go in this we went in to track the vocals for a song called good die young i did maybe two takes of the song i looked at him and he was just kind of getting a little teary-eyed and he was like you nailed that take man and he was like there's so much emotion behind it and then when we when we just kept continuing to talk for me it was one of the most touching takes i've ever done in the studio because all of us got so emotional while we were recording it and it was so real and you can hear that on the tracking you can hear it it's, I think it's one of the best recording songs we've ever done and, and, and I'm very proud of it and I think Johnny's one of the best out there in the game of producing and recording bands wow that's a great story and, and the honesty and sincerity that you were able to bring him to tears like hey, that's that's what's great about music the power of music and how it can affect you in every which way emotionally you know anger sad whatever like it yeah, on it's every level it's an escape man it's a great escape and it also it, it can feed your energy through uh, you know, there's plenty of times I'm in the gym and 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 I don't want to do another squat or I don't want to do another deadlift. But, but but you know, the music is fueling me. I can I'm, I'm I'm I can feel the energy of it, and music is very powerful. Last question for you, Rick. A, a kind of a, a fill in the blank kind of question, and to get outside of music for a second. When it comes to blank, I spare no expense. What's the one thing you got to have the best of all the time? Hmm. There's quite a few things. I have a laundry list. I mean, food is one of them, definitely. Stage clothes, stage gear. Those are definitely three things that, that we all learned. And then my house, honestly. Like, we love our house. We love where we live. We, we, we put a lot of, of energy. We put a lot of time into our home, our, our yard. And I would say those things. 
We, you mentioned food. What kind of food are we talking about? Oh, we live in Las Vegas. We live in one of the best places you can eat food, you know, in the world. And we regularly go out and eat at these just fantastic places, uh, Beauty and Essex and Catch. And we had a great dinner last night at Lakeside at the Wynn. And, you know, we're always trying great new places. And, and there's so many amazing chefs and, and there's so much amazing food in Las Vegas that you could go out any night of the week and, and have the best meal you've ever had in your life. So we like to go try new things and, and eat great food. You know, speaking of Vegas, I just had this thought. I, in this post-COVID world moving forward, there's not going to be any more buffets. I wonder what all these casinos are going to do with that buffet space. They're going to have to reappropriate that space, right? There's no buffets anymore. Nah, good riddance, man. You know, I, I've barely been any buffets. I didn't get sick from anyway. So, you know, it's like any buffet I've ever had, I've, I've, I've walked out of. And, and, you know, that night or the next day, I'm like, I'm sorry, guys, I'm sick. Can't come out. So it's like good riddance. And then and then there's also these hyped up buffets that everyone's like, it's the greatest buffet. And then you go to it and you're like, eh, I'm not going to miss them. I try the, 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 the restaurants with the beautiful decor and the, and the great chefs and uh, just having a great date night out with, with my wife or, or having a night out with my friends. You know, that's some of my favorite, favorite things to do here in Vegas. Last thing for you, Rick, I was just thinking about it, too. Speaking of Vegas and a, and a guy that we lost too soon, but curious if you ever crossed paths with uh, the late, great Vinnie Paul, because he was a Vegas guy, too. Any any Vinny stories from back in the day? Yeah, well, Vinny used to come to some of our shows sometimes. They would tell us. They'd be like, oh, Vinny's here. He'd pop out to it. And I never, like, party with Vinny or, or even hung out with Vinny too much. But I did come across him a couple times, and he was very, very easy to engage with, very easy to say hello with, very, very, you could tell he's very caring. You know, some people almost don't want nothing to do with you and I think Vinny was the opposite you know you could spark a conversation with him and he'll gladly you know smile and, and chat back with you and that's great about people too you know to be on earth for what, what was he in his you know 50s right yeah and, and, and still love people uh, I think it's great I think it's the mindset of, that everyone should have right yeah after everything that happened to his brother I mean if we would have never heard or seen from him again you would totally understand and, and respect that and for him to come out and be such uh, just a, a music fan and go into every show and like you said talking to every fan I mean just the nicest guy and uh... Diamond Vinny have a legacy of making some of the best memories of fans lives and other bands lives it's like somebody just told me a story my roadie Josh he told me a story of when he was younger and you know he met dime and he, he just has this whole awesome story of hanging out with, with dime and, and how kind he was and he told me this story about a homeless guy who was trying to sell him a flower Dime was like look i ain't gonna buy your damn flower but i'll give you 300 bucks so you can go get room for the night clean yourself up you know and, and i thought that was cool man That's kind people man it's just it's great to hear these stories awesome story and great way to go out rick i appreciate all the time uh, i appreciate you man look forward to seeing you in the future when we're all back to normal yeah hell yeah hopefully sooner than later for sure man thanks rick appreciate it, will it. Be. i'll see you later Dude, you rock. Thanks for checking out the entire podcast. Now do me a favor and subscribe to it. Radioactive Mike Z, available on all the major platforms. And while you're at it, follow me on Instagram at MikeZ967, and I'll follow you back, bro. Most importantly, don't miss the show, Wired in the Empire, every Saturday night, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on 96.7 KCAL Rocks.